Welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. At Unwritten Imaginings, the customer is always right, which is why we avoid having customers. <laughs> yeah, because I fundamentally disagree with the premise and I don't think you would want to put up with literally anyone else being right. I don't put up with anybody else being right. <laughs> okay. Hi. Uh, I'm Atheo, author of uh, Rune and, and Metagame. And that other project is coming along well at this point, actually. Uh, which is nice. Uh, hi, my name is Eunice. I write uh, Fantasia and Eternus Source. And uh, today we, we have a guest. We do. Our first returning guest. Hi, I'm Sunflower Advice, and I'm the writer of Technically Abroad. Yeah, so we had Sunflower on a few episodes back, and... I mean, quite a few episodes back. I had a great time, um, and she came out with a new idea, so let's hear it! Alright, well, to call it a new idea might be a bit of a stretch, it's more about combining existing ideas. That's what all new ideas are. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I basically took three concepts and threw them in a blender, and that's the idea. The first one is alien abduction. Not really much I need to really explain about that. The next one is gladiatorial combat. I totally butchered that, but that happens. Gladiator combat. There we go. And the third thing is superpowers. Basically, the way I'm picturing it is aliens decided they like watching people fight and possibly to the death will decide, you know, the writer will decide whatever. And rather than have their own people fight, they seed planets with a way to give their residents superpowers and then abduct them for combat. Okay. Sounds like a thing aliens would do, right? Do all. <laughs> My question is, like, do we want to start off like, do all the people who have superpowers either die before they get abducted or get abducted at some point? Or do they just, like, not <laughs> grab the ones that don't have the superpowers that they want? They, I'm kind of picturing it they let things go naturally. That way they don't have to raise the failures until they're useful. Yeah, I, I think they wouldn't abduct the ones unless it seems like they do well. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do they leave them around? Yeah. And, like, let them get better on their own until the point that they're ready and then grab them? Or do some of them just never get ready and never get grabbed? Yeah, some of them never get grabbed. I would say, like, they they wouldn't wait until, like, the person is an adult if it looks like their power is going to be good for fighting. They might abduct them early to, like, you know, force them into training. Okay. But if it seems like their their power, you know, won't be good for that then they just leave them so then they're just like random people with like powers in the world so it's not like completely unexpected all right and we have the stick do we give them a carrot well mm. i could easily see some of the ones that are doing successful or that managed to survive long enough to retire being kind of spoiled and becoming like alien pets i mean that's one way uh the other way that i was thinking is like if you do well and are entertaining enough then they give you like one year off one year on um and then like prevent you from speaking about it when you're back on your home planet for the year yeah i would say you know they probably give them luxuries if you know you can almost be like a, a celebrity if you're good enough and you last long enough i could also see some of the quote-unquote failure powers being used for alien pets like oh, this person is able to change any color on their body to anything, so blue skin, green skin, purple skin, whatever, that would not be something they'd find useful for combat, but who knows, an alien might be thinking, oh, that's cute, and I want to take it. That really depends <laughs> on whether they can only change the color or they can change the reflective index Well, I'm just well. using that as, you know, a <laughs> random minor example. Like, maybe someone can make their hair grow really long, and that's all their power does. They can make their hair grow at any, almost any speed they want up to a certain point. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, like the aliens... I can weaponize would, almost any power that you put in front of me, don't... We're not yeah, going to go into that. The point is, the aliens just see their, you know, 
their superpower like scattering as like you know starting a an ant colony and seeing which uh, cool mutations come out yeah or like a <laughs> kitchen herb garden on the window shelf i mean it's yeah. more like a wild greenhouse <laughs> whatever peaks their fancy they they dig up and take home <laughs> and maybe they don't just abduct aliens from i mean people from earth maybe they go to other planets for more variety well yeah you gotta have more than one feeder planet come on like yeah. only one culture affecting the way that these powers get used nah i could also see it maybe have started as a way to um bump up their ranks for a war and then they decided they just had more fun watching the aliens fight each other or maybe they won the war and now they they're just the like <laughs> So they kept going. Now they're just like, well, we got all these planets that are like seeded for super soldiers. How do we use super soldiers? Well, I've got it. <laughs> yeah. The big question is, who would the main character be, I think? The stereotypical thing would be one of the people either already there fighting or someone who literally just got abducted after their powers flared up. I think that given sort of where we are and the wideness of it, what I would do, instead of having, like, a main main character, is to have, like, a um, an ensemble cast where we take maybe... Because, like, one-on-one -on -one fights are great and all, but, like, some of these powers are way better when they're used in a team. So maybe we take an ensemble cast of just a random set of powers from across the galaxy with a bunch of aliens, and we just throw them all together into a team... Yeah, and the focus kind of pinballs between whoever, depending on what's relevant. I would say if there's, like, at least one of the main characters would be somebody whose power isn't, like, obviously useful for combat. Now, so they got, like... what I would think as would be really funny is if they sort of segregate by, like, level of power, level of expected power their uh, recruits so maybe this is like our level f squad like they're all they have powers they can do the things that they need to for a team but like the aliens aren't exactly sure how these powers are gonna work out or whether they're going to be effective at all they're like the minor fights between the big ones so people can use the bathroom or get a snack during pretty the much yeah uh so i think one of them would would have like a power that like doesn't seem particularly useful at all that's what i'm saying like all of them all of them have that level of power but like to the point that they didn't even get kidnapped as a kid uh but like through just lateral thinking uh, the power became a lot like more useful or applicable than <laughs> than uh than oh, expected, no. and then they got kidnapped as an adult, which is, like, very rare. I got I got a bizarre thing kind of like that. Um, mm. The power, you know, at first it doesn't seem like the person even got a power. So, oh, it was a reject, those happen sometimes, blah, blah, blah. But it turns out this person had, and I'm just going to call this, what it, I'm going to call it for the joke, they got the power of friendship. And the way that it mm. works is anyone that considers this character their friend if they die and they that person had a power they get that power oh. and only oh. only minor powers are left on work on earth so you know a few of them die let's just um in the same area let's just for bs quickiness say maybe a gang shootout or a building collapse or it doesn't really matter and you know suddenly has three very minor powers that alone wouldn't be seen as useful but or maybe they made friends with an old person and they died yeah and you know even if it's just minor powers when they stack up on each other hey useful enough to kidnap them i would say it like probably the the powered people who like get left on earth they have all like very odd and not particularly like useful powers so it might even be like you know society kind of rejects them so they live like on the edge and it you know have actually fairly high mortality rates so it's like not even that unusual <laughs> that the this person oh, has picked boy. up powers <laughs> the shitty powers slums <laughs> yeah right because they're just like all odd maybe like slightly off-putting because like the people with the cute powers also get abducted right <laughs>
I mean, I wouldn't think they get abducted immediately. So some, so every once in a while, there's somebody who has like a really good power, and then they're around for a while, and then they disappear. And everyone assumes that it's some supervillain, but actually, it's much, much worse than that. Or maybe it's their power backfiring on them, like immolation or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, and then this person so has lived in the the power slums. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> their whole life, you know, has picked up a lot of. Uh, Orphans, as I like to add to that. Shut up! <laughs> My power is that I can make plants grow faster than normal. Not like to an absurd level, but I can make a tree grow in about a month when I concentrate on it the whole time from, you know, the seed. Yeah. Useful, especially if it's a fruit tree, just not combat impressive. And then there's another person who can accelerate the time of, uh, of something that can't move. Yeah. <laughs> so you can accelerate the time of something in a very small bubble, which is not all that useful. But you know, combine the two. So now we just have to come up with m- several minor powers that, when multiplied together, have <laughs> a, good, a scary effect. <laughs> well, what about the one that they can grow their hair really fast, and one where they can basically puppeteer their own body? I mean, that's just a broken combination. <laughs> now, right? Yeah, but but the two of them separate would be not very useful. Um, that depends on the level of puppeteering. True, true. But you know, for the hair and then puppeteering it, of of anyone that can use like fire would be able to beat it. Um. Oh, a, someone who can like self-immolate without actually being consumed by the fire. I am able to set myself on fire, but I'm not able to ignore the pain. I ignore the damage, but not the pain. Ooh, ooh, that's a fun one. But hair doesn't have nerves. Yay! (laughs) Classic. Um, Okay, so this guy's just like picking up powers, and then you know, like is very concerned because every once in a while some of the orphans disappear. <laughs> Why orphans? I hate this. Every time. It's not orphans. It's random people who got powers. Well, I'm sure some of them would be just abandoned. Kick them out because they're afraid yeah. of the powers. Even if they're not literal orphans, they're figurative orphans. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're actually they're not technically orphans, but they're practically orphans. Well, okay. some of them are actual orphans, too, sure. you know. Like I, Maybe um, they killed their parents. Not on purpose, maybe. but... My power is that I'm able to kill anyone related with me when I touch them. <laughs> what kind of horrifying bullshit is that? Yeah, but how many generations is that going? Because <laughs> everyone's really related to everybody else. Let's, I don't know, let's say five before it gets too muddy. Five is still a lot wider than you might think. I don't know, I'm just pulling in literal round number out of the air but uh you know like they get another power that increases the number of generation that goes back <laughs> and then suddenly they can kill anybody it's like huh <sighs> um yeah also other other side point of that if i i don't think that we can have them have made friends with people who already got kidnapped because then when those when some of those people die they get serious power boosts from their power of well, friendship boost. I kind of thought of it from the F rank that you mentioned. At first they would start to only get F rank powers and then it would be a slow ascension. And Oh, okay. We just gotta make them very slowly get really overpowered. Well, maybe they make friends with some of the people in their groups and then yeah. when those people die, I mean, they're sad about it, but like, it's kind of expected. Yeah, what's your superpower? Oh, I can fly, but I can actually run faster than I can fly? Wow. <laughs> that's that's some. So, I mainly use the flying power for really big jumps. <laughs> <laughs> I can see exactly 20 hours in the past when I concentrate, and that's it. Exactly? Exactly 20 um, hours in the past. I mean, I guess. <laughs> That's certainly a power. <laughs> and then, well, no, I mean, like, I feel like the character who knows the disappearing orphans, like, those ones are the ones who got kidnapped because of 
what we call vanity powers, not like fighting powers. Got it. Got I it. glow okay. in the dark. I glow in the dark when I have light pointed at my skin. No, when I'm ex- when I'm exposed to like radiation, but then the radiation <laughs> gets uh, neutralized, so I'm actually immune to radiation and I glow. It's very pretty. <laughs> I'm walking into I think it's called Chernobyl in order to test yeah. how radioactive it still is. <laughs> very glowy. Oh man, very glowy. And then, so the main character finally gets enough powers to get kidnapped. Again, not main character, but... Yeah. A potential main character. Yeah. One of the main characters that has to be in the cast uh, finally gets kidnapped to fight in in, in the arena with a capital A. <laughs> no, it's the arena, capital T, capital A. You probably are going to have to have like one of those grizzled veteran characters. Who's been around for a yeah, decade? Who's been there for with an Frank power the whole time, and and somehow managed to survive despite that. Uh, you know, teach me the ways of the cockroach master. Um. Well, my power is if I get cut up, I can just pull myself back together. Maybe their power isn't like shitty, but it has like conditions that are really difficult to meet. Yeah, and then their power probably is like it it makes it very hard to die, but but not necessarily easy to win a fight. Or maybe something like, "Oh yeah, um my power is if anyone hurts me, it also hurts them." So, if anyone kills me, they end up killing himself and no one wants to do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, and then so then, you know, the this character has to like survive and then get put into team fights because it seems like combo combo powers are well it's kind of boring to watch a fight where like one person's trying desperately not to hurt the other one like or maybe it's just recently it's become the new the new trend in the arena fights people got bored of just one-on-ones and they're like Ooh, team fights. And they're testing it with the F rank first because, well, yeah, why not? If if it ends up having a few extra ones of them die, who cares? We've got a bunch of them. <laughs> and then this character is also trying to find all the orphans that disappeared. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta have a reason for 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 this person to want to rise through the ranks. You want to get famous so that, like, you know, they can have perks. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, what's the carrot here? Well, it's a stereotypical one could be freeing all of the superpowered people. I don't know if that counts as a carrot, because it's not really something that the well, aliens are going to yeah, offer. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying a goal. A carrot would probably be something like, if one of our people in a low rank end up doing well enough, that despite their weak power, they get promoted a rank, we get extra money, and you guys get extra perks, because look at the living conditions for rank F versus E, D, C, B, and A. What I think what I think might be fun to go about uh, with that is that if you start at a low rank, um, when you move up a rank, you start with like a base increase over what other people at that rank get. <laughs> Because it's just like, oh, you found out how to use a power that we didn't really uh, know how to use better than we thought? Well, I mean, hey, that's a story, so you're going to get some extra cash. Creativity and tactics is better than just the powers. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, you know, like, the the aliens have... Uh, it's not like they don't they don't treat them like you know like beaten slaves they don't like keep them locked in cells in between fights and and starve them or whip them or whatever it's very much Maybe like some of the f1s that try to fight the aliens but that would be minimal well I yeah know. like if you attack one of the aliens they'll kill you but like they don't they don't obviously like they don't they don't need to have like shock collars on them to do that like they're technologically advanced enough that the like the building itself will stop you if you try and like kill someone outside of a sanctioned fight we have literally gave you your powers what do you think you're doing yeah so like they they basically just say okay you got to stay in this building and there, these are the perks. Like it's very much like a kind of like a corporation. Like you get 
you get pay, you get like living conditions and, and perks and stuff like that. And if you get uh, like famous enough that somebody important wants to like be your patron, then you get even more perks and you can go on outings and, you know, get vacations back on the planet you came from and and uh like some of the gladiators actually like live like kings basically yeah and most fights aren't even to the death anyway because that's just a waste of talent no i mean fights are to the death but who says death is permanent when you got alien technology (laughs) i would say they would have it a mix of the two well they have some yeah Yeah, because they don't want to have it be too often otherwise well death isn't a big deal and people fight different when it's death versus not so different combat styles no, I, fi- I figure they like they have the the technology to put your dead body back together as long as it's been you know less than an hour since you died, so it's like maybe okay. there's like a f- the set of very specific healer powers that like they essentially use to return you from the dead. Yeah, so you know, like to the death is not to the death. Only very occasionally do they do like a perma death match. It's like- Welcome yeah. to this year's Perma Death Arena. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> so kind of like Pokemon fainting. Yeah. Yeah, but with horrifying overtones. Still very gory. You know, a lot of, <laughs> yeah, death and discovery. I just pictured something like they put an implant in them. And mm-hmm. it basically stasises their body just before they would actually die, die. That way they can yeah. repair it. That also works. Or, like, or if they have, like, some kind of, like, implant that can, like, absorb all of their knowledge and skills and memories. And if the body gets fully destroyed, they can honestly just put it in a new lab-grown body that's identical. I mean, the instant stasis before they die, die, followed by an instant teleport out of the arena would, would work. Sure. You know, there's lots of ways you can you can do it, yeah. I'm also picturing, like, tournaments where people with similar powers fight. Like, let's mm. say that it's some sort of firefight, literally. Yeah. We got 16 of the best firefighters based on your votes. Now it's time to see which one comes up on top. Based on your votes. There's like a bunch of A-rankers who aren't very good at the show part. And then one B-ranker who's like super good at the show part, but he's like obviously outclassed by everybody else. Yeah, he's got the charisma. And then he gets his butt kicked by, let's say, Lava Lass? I don't know. (laughs) Just absolutely destroyed. In, like, ten seconds. I would say, like, depending on how comedic you'd want the story to be, like, there would be events where it's, like, it's a competition that's not based on fighting, and then just random talents end up, like, being way more useful than others. Um, I just imagined yeah. a DDR game, except if you step on the wrong arrow, it blows up under your feet. <laughs> oh, gods. <laughs> yeah. Someone with super durability would have no problem with that. Yeah, you can sort of go very horror comedy with this. Yeah. It's like really kind of funny because most of the time they don't actually die. But there's still like stupidly gruesome injuries and like blown yeah. off limbs and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, welcome to the obstacle course week where it's like every single one of the challenges is like lethal if you don't navigate it properly. (laughs) Maybe they do something where we're doing quality versus quantity. We got one S ranker and we have everyone from the D and F ranks against them. Look, the S rankers are like, I want to give them just like horrifyingly powerful powers. Like, like they could destroy planets if it weren't for the alien technology, like keeping it within the bounds of the arena. Yeah, like something like they have a singing voice that anyone that hears it, their flesh melts off their body. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then the annu- the announcer for that fight is, we've muted this, we've muted this fight for you. Trust me, you don't want to hear it. <laughs> Or they filtered it, so like the this the music itself sounds very beautiful. It just is also somehow imbued with melty, <laughs> melty power. As you can see, we put a dome over today's arena. That's for your benefits, not ours. Yeah. So all the S ranks, like not only are they really powerful, but they have that 
that contrast in their power like it's very somehow very attractive but also very horrifying and like it's that interest and that contrast that took them to the top in in stardom <laughs> oh nice yeah s rank is like specialty rank yeah it's movie stars and they yeah they all have like really dramatic nicknames <laughs> banshee queen could be one for the one i just mentioned I um, might go. I might go with something like the song of sloth or something. Of sloth. <laughs> uh, Someone that can solidify liquids, so they solidify people's blood in their veins. Ooh, yeah. fun! I mean, you know, uh, I, I I've mentioned in a couple other episodes when you have magic, it's very easy to kill people. <laughs> oh, definitely. And yet all of them would be afraid of that one guy I mentioned that if it, any damage he takes, they take. <laughs> yeah, all of the all of the S-Wings are essentially like, let's find that guy and then like knock him out and then get him out of the arena and then we'll start. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because objectively speaking in a combat, he's not very useful. He's just a hindrance. Yeah, like, like every single time he's in a fight, everybody tries to like knock him unconscious with the minimum <laughs> amount of damage. <laughs> wait, wait, I think we've just come up with our with our team's strategy. And it's, you use him to prevent any wide area powers from ever getting used. While everybody else knocks out the other team. I just pictured a strong powered person using him like a shield like Captain America would. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you're on his team, like, some, sometimes the strategy is just throw him directly at the strongest person on the other team and hope they, like, reflexively, like, send an attack. <laughs> well, I mean, he's more useful as a deterrent for area attacks. Because, like, if you can throw a fireball, you're not going to throw a fireball while he's there. Yeah, to use a D&D &D term, it's one of the few times fireball's not the best choice. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, if you're in a team fight, it might be worth doing an area of effect attack and take out your entire other team at the cost of one of your own. Fair. And your team Assuming you can, you know that you're going to successfully take it out. And discouraging area attacks doesn't mean completely annihilating them. It means like, if you have three or four people in a group, and then two or three who are off to the sides, that also works. Like, those two or three aren't going to be hit by well, aren't really going to, like, share any area attacks where those others will, but, like, you'll lose your area attacker to do it. Well, I'm imagining them fighting against the S-Ranks, who all can yeah. emulate the entire other team at once. <laughs> well, yeah, with the S-Ranks, the, the problem is the, like, instant lethality level of it, where you can't really, like, take that shot. Mm-hmm. So you have to essentially use your less lethal options until he's out of the picture. I mean, yeah, like if I were the S rank, I would just trap that guy in a box and then emulate everyone else. Assuming then... you can trap him in a box and have the yeah. powers that allow for that. Yeah, so depending. Some of the S ranks like are easily able to manage that dude and some of them can't, <laughs> depending on the power. Which, of course, means that the people organizing the fights never choose the ones who can't. Well, you know, they like to mix it up. They like to have variety. They like to mix it up, but they're also playing up their S-rank strength. Maybe they have one S-rank against a team of A-ranks, and for fun, without telling them, they put in this guy. <laughs> that poor dude. He's died so many times. He... Like, none of his body parts are the original. <laughs> of course, every time he dies, they, they just bring him back because it's so fun to watch. Because he's so fun. He's a fan favorite despite his low rank. He's yeah. technically F rank, but he's treated more like a C rank. <laughs> and a C rank with a lot of fans. Like, he's never won a fight. But he's had so many ties that... <laughs> <laughs> and he's been using fights for group fights where he's been the linchpin. Because basically he just charges at the strongest person on the other side and out of instinct. And then, you know, because he's so popular with the fans over time when they keep rebuilding his body, they've made him, like, very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
by the alien standards, not his. Exactly. <laughs> so he's still pretty good looking. Um, no, humans are just like, this guy's very average. And then the aliens are like, oh my god. Uh, and he, he looks a lot younger than he is because th- he's on his like 500th body at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a gritty, he's a grizzled veteran, except that we make him into an anime pretty boy, I guess. Yes. <laughs> it's also a cyborg. Doesn't actually need muscles. <laughs> oh, okay. He's kind of like that Twilight guy, except not creepy. How do you have the Twilight guy who's not creepy? <laughs> no, I mean in terms of he's really old and he looks a lot younger than he is. Okay. But he doesn't sparkle. No, no, no. Because no, we have standards. <laughs> no, he glitters instead. <laughs> And now I'm just picturing one of the people in the team in being like, let's say, a techie, installing a glitter bomb in his chest that explodes when it <laughs> when he gets killed. Glitter bomb. Kind of, you know, a different version of that King of the Hill pocket sand. Oh man, that's some sort of horrifying, like, blood pinata of glitter. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Hey, when you blow up, try to get the Kit Kats over here. (laughs) Pretty much. How about he doesn't normally sparkle, but, you know, when the other guy... I'm just picturing for special events, they put stuff in him. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. He comes with different settings. He's he's basically become a vanity pet who happens to survive the arena for a long time. Well, because they never throw him in the permadeath ones, because imagine if this guy got permadeath, like, there would be a riot. And it would kill two people at once. It would permadeath both combatants. Yeah. I'm just picturing him having a list detailing all of the different quote-unquote deaths, and, like, ranking (laughs) it based on pain, secondary effects, pain intensity, pain type. (laughs) Time spent in the hospital. Honestly, they probably, like, have, have like, mostly done away with, like, the amount of pain that he feels, because otherwise he'd go insane. Um, he's mainly just a cyborg at this point. Well, I'm just talking about early on. Yeah. Because, you know, the aliens aren't cruel. Well, I mean, they're oh. cruel, but they're not that cruel. <laughs> they're, they're rational about their toys. They don't want them to have too much PTSD. <laughs> And maybe they have to steal from how who knows how many different stories. One grand champion that gets all of the best perks lives in their own oversized mansion, even though they're a pet slash commodity. And once a year, the top four people in the highest ranks get to challenge them and try to take over the spot. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, there's like dramatic titles for, for those the top ranks. Except that they're dramatic titles for the aliens, so for us they sound like very weirdly normal titles. Yeah, it sounds cool in their language, but not ours. Like, this is the Blazing Flame title. This is the Great Arena Champion, and it's just like, that is the most generic thing I've ever heard in my life. But it's, in their language, it's very awesome. One of them is called, like, I think it's supposed to be translated as, like, you know, the eternal slumber of death or whatever. But, like, if you think of it another way, it just sounds like a great nap or something. (laughs) This is the matchmaker. And they meant it as someone who makes any match amazing, but it sounds more romantic. Like, I'm the matchmaker? Yep. I'm single. (laughs) Now, I would say half the titles sound appropriately grandiose, and the other half are like, this is a translation gone awry. (laughs) This is Mega Ultra Puncher number three. (laughs) Mega Ultra Puncher? Puncher number three. Ow! (laughs) Well, he defeated Ultra Mega Puncher number one and Ultra Mega Puncher number two. (laughs) Therefore. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, okay, we're having a lot of fun making... A little bit off topic, okay. So we have Power of Friendship, we have uh, Reversal. What what else do we want to throw here? Okay, so we're coming up with, like, what seem to be F-rank powers that either combine 
with another one to be more powerful or just you need some lateral thinking to make them help yes maybe someone that can liquefy their own body and like a puddle oh that person's probably immune to that singer (laughs) i've already melted myself into a puddle what are you gonna do now (laughs) and no yeah. Maybe if they don't have any control over themselves while they're in puddle form, but they can reform from puddle form. Um, I'm picturing more warp senses. But then they team up with someone who has liquid control. Well, I was actually, I was actually more going to say like um, they sort of practice over time and figure out that they can essentially become invulnerable to physical attacks that way by liquefying part of their body at a time. Mm. I was imagining their senses would be there, but warped, like they're in a permanent drunken state. Yeah, or maybe it just, it takes a lot of practice to figure out how to work their liquid body, so initially it seems very useless, but like over time. Maybe it took them like three years to figure out the partial transformation thing. (laughs) Yeah. The first time they take a punch and the person's fist is stuck in their chest, that would erupt all over the alien social media. They were like, ooh, never seen that before. Uh, but they, they picked the wrong target, and the other person's like strong enough to physically just rip their arm back out of their chest, taking a, a lot of uh, essential viscera with it. So that was a fail. <laughs> yeah, this definitely is a horror comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta add gore to the comedy. And it uh, would be like liquidy gore. Yeah. So semi-liquid organs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gummy spine. Um, get, they get their spine ripped out of their body, except that then it melts in the person's hand. Maybe the the person who can see exactly twenty hours in the past manages to shift it so they can see like three seconds in the future, and then suddenly becomes like one of the best fighters in the arena. <laughs> as long as the opponent's not like a speedster. Yeah, becomes like the, you know, like the, or maybe they don't even fight. They can just like tell their team what to do. Like, turn right. (laughs) Yeah, they're the brains of the group. I think there's like a five person dynamic that a lot of teams use. It's the five man band, yeah. Yeah, that five man band. I mean, if you want me to go down the list, I can tell you the tropes there. Yes, let's go down the list. There's the leader, which is our power of friendship. Um... There's, I I guess, probably the role that our, our, our veteran fits here is the big guy, which is essentially the, the tough one that you send to take care of the biggest person on the enemy team. Um, then there is the smart guy, the lancer, and the heart. Um, I'm not sure which our, le- which our liquefier fits into. Uh, Wait, what, what's the heart? The, the heart is the person stability. who's the emotional center. Yeah. I could actually picture the leader being the heart in this one because wants to protect orphans or whatever. Yeah. Um. I mean, the leader. The thing about the leader is that they're supposed to be the paragon, the person who takes on um, bits of the other's mm-hmm. personalities. So it's actually usually considered okay for them to have uh, pieces of the others, or to be better in like a specific version of another specialty where the other one has a more complete version of that specialty. So them having heart qualities is okay, even if we leave them as the leader. Yeah, so the friendship guy's the leader. Old guy slash eternal undying, whatever you want to call him, is the tough guy, oddly enough, even though he's a pretty boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then liquefier. I don't know which role I would fit them into. Wait, what's the lancer? The lancer is the foil to the hero. It's the it's usually the guy who's like friendship. Psha, I don't need that. I'm gonna go solo him. Yeah, it's. Oh, I don't think we have anyone like that in this group. <laughs> it's basically the anti-leader. Like, say, if the leader is a grizzled old war veteran, and it's gonna be the new recruit. Hmm. Except our leader is the new recruit. So it would have to be a grizzled old war veteran, so we could probably combine the tough guy and the lancer. Or it could be somebody who has experience um, practicing on their own planet a bunch. 
Um, Maybe someone that got demoted in rank. Ooh, I like that. Okay, you lost two members of your team. Here's two new ones. We got this guy we just picked up from a planet. And this person used to be D rank, but he has not won a fight in the last half cycle. Hmm. No, this person, like, uh, like pissed off one of the patrons. They got demoted. Maybe from a plant-based alien species and pollinated all over the home during a you know, little visit or an interview. Because they're that, um, you know, loose cannon. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, they're the loose cannon, so they made a mess of things just to be a jerk. And turns out that got them demoted. And the patron got pissed, so then, like, arranged for all of their subsequent fights to, like, not have any plant life or, or, or dirt or anything they could work with. <laughs> yes, made the dome black out ultraviolet light or whatever so the plant couldn't Oof. get... And then there was that magma arena that really didn't agree with them. <laughs> yeah, because we're not dealing yeah. with just humans. So if, the, so, the, so if the tough guy and the new recruit are the humans, we could have the Lancer be the plant, because, you know, animal versus plant, so to speak, that's pretty different. Downrank versus new recruit is pretty different. And, like, very disillusioned from being in the arena for a long time. And maybe the heart isn't even someone that actually goes into the arena. Maybe it's someone whose power is about medical recovery type stuff. I mean, that's fairly common for a heart. I just always like to instead give the heart some ridiculous utility power. Power boosting. <laughs> power uh... boosting, but it's like extremely limited in some way. I can boost your power, but I have to kiss you, and then it only works for five minutes. <laughs> or maybe uh, you have to maintain physical contact for an hour, and then then you get the power boost. <laughs> so I'm just going to hug you for this entire time. All right, everybody, cuddle pile for an hour. We're about to go in. <laughs> um. I just imagined a, Kl a Klingon in that scenario hating it, but wanting a power boost. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what our Lancer's for. No, I'm now I'm just imagining, like, somebody carrying that character around at all times. <laughs> oh, even better. Maybe the, maybe the heart's tiny. Oh, even better. Like, maybe the size of a hand? There we go. They're, like, a, a fairly large rodent size. Yeah. Okay. I'm picturing like a flying squirrel. <laughs> I get, yeah, got abducted from a completely different planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so that but then like to the to the audience like it doesn't seem like they do anything. So like everyone's like, oh, what a cute mascot! It's <laughs> always being carried around by all the team members. Yeah, the power boost only works for one person at a time, and they have to be in physical contact. There we go. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, so wait, just... wait, wait. And you said flying squirrel, so they, like, throw the power booster around sometimes? Yeah, like, they throw them at each other during the fight. It's like, go, over there! I'm just picturing <laughs> the new recruit teaching them about football. <laughs> and then and then like this little this little like squirrel type creature just like desperately clinging to somebody's neck and trying not to die while like in the midst of deadly combat <laughs> acting as the eyes in the back of your head while also giving you a power boost oh man and then the brains is the person that can see like 10 seconds in the future there we go We've got our whole team of just absolutely ludicrous powers. And the only one with what we would call good powers is the Lancer, who was demoted. And we would just have to figure out a new alien species for the brain. I don't know. Just something where they look intimidating. Maybe they have blades all over their body because they carve bark off trees for food. Ooh. Maybe they have a bunch of blades on their body, um... And they're, like, eight feet tall, just, like, as default, and built like a brick house. <laughs> but they're actually just the smart one. Yeah, and it turns out the one in their group is actually short for his race. Or her Oh, race, yeah, there we go. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, constantly, like, 
constantly like insecure about their height. Yeah, they eventually meet someone else from that race, and it's like an extra four feet. It's like, oh, I see what you mean now. Wow, you really are short. <laughs> Maybe they come from like a really windy planet, so like they're v extremely like dense, and they have very hard armor to like, you know, protect them from flying debris that constantly hits you. Nonstop yeah. sandstorms. The downside being that they don't move all that fast. Yeah, they're very slow. Which they counteract with their future sight that they learned. Yeah. I don't know what the blades are for though. I can't think of an evolutionary adaptation. <laughs> well, if it's extra windy, they could just wedge them into the ground to not be blown away. And they're also, like, for heat dissipation or something. That would work, too. I picture there's extra strong ones in the feet area Yeah. to hold onto the ground. And actually, like, they're not born with sharp ones. They're just kind of sharpened decoratively. <laughs> oh, there we go. You know those weird fashion trends? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be exactly the weirdest fashion trend I've ever heard of. Even among, <laughs> like, humans. And then, and then you know, like, the trends, like, change. So it's like, ooh, I've added serrations to my blades. Like, uh, do you think it's cute? And everyone's like, you look even more like a murderer. But, <laughs> uh, yes, we're going to tell you it's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> And, well, we got a cast. We just need a goal, really, other than... Well, do we need one other than ranking up? Um, I think we should have one. Yeah. I mean, the Lancer wants to go back up in rank, for sure. You know, they want... Even though the, the aliens have made it, like, fairly... Like, reasonable in terms of compensation and workplace safety... Probably Not workplace safety, but workplace recovery. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, if you bring it back to life, what's the harm in their mind? Mm -hmm. And uh, but you know, there's probably still some 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 gladiators who like don't want to be there. Uh, so they probably want to like, I don't know, earn enough respect in the eyes of alien society to like change that we are not lower class creatures we deserve respect equal rights maybe they're not even like going for equal rights yet because that's kind of um a goal that won't be supported and instead they're just like hey maybe don't kidnap people who are unwilling because you'll get plenty of willing people given the situation we have right here yeah exactly so... you just have to Tell them the opportunity to become rich and famous and live in luxury. Yeah, and you'll get people who are, like, here on purpose and, like, who want to be here and who have, like, trained for years. And they'll be more motivated and get better fights. Uh... <laughs> yeah, definitely. I could see the only thing hindering that would be how long it takes powers to cultivate in a person. Oh, you just gotta speed up time for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... The aliens have mostly seeded the power cultivation to begin with. Like, they're not actively interfering with that. And then, you know, the friendship guy wants to find his orphans. <laughs> <laughs> and if he ever gets sidetracked from it, he could suddenly get the power that one of his orphans had. Um, oh, and then in the end, they, they open their own gladiator school because through the power of lateral thinking... It's proven that you can be a lot more powerful than you think you are. <laughs> yeah, somehow they get from, like, rank F to at least rank C, just because of creative combat styles. Well, I mean, I would have them get to, like, rank B or A, but yeah. No, I mean, like, friendship... Oh, I just realized. Nobody said that the death had to be permanent for friendship guy to get their powers. <laughs> oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, he's getting to S rank. <laughs> the, the entire just team realized. gets to A rank and he gets to S rank. So, so like, the goal in the end just be, is, like, I just want to make friends with everybody. And, every, <laughs> and then when they die, no matter how temporary. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
slowly accumulating better powers, and it's like, hey, um, fellow announcer, did you know that this person had laser vision? I didn't. <laughs> what about the ability to fly? I wasn't aware of that either. And the <laughs> ability to turn his fingers into talons? Nope. That's uh... brand new. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like, in... You know, all of the characters, I mean, all of the fighters have, like, their own, like, player cards that people trade and stuff. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, they only get, like, one line for, like, the power. And then the people making the cards are like, how do we summarize? Power? Uh, Question look, mark. <laughs> look, just put a link to a website. We'll keep the website up to date. <laughs> got like a qr code in the power section i'm just picturing the superpower wiki page you know it they list all the different combatant stats you know powers wins losses things like that titles they might have pulled and for this guy it's his power section is like 50 times bigger than even the or you, even other... funnier his power section has like a see more button yeah, and you click it, like, the page just scrolls forever, and it gets updated after every single fight, because new things keep popping up. Uh... And the fans keep checking previous videos to look for hints that they could do it. And they're all trying to figure out, like, what the unifying theme is for the powers. Because <laughs> usually there is one, but <laughs> the power friendship is new. <laughs> Someone at some point does an interview. So how would you explain your powers? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Look, I, I've had them for years. I don't know how they work. Oh, does Friendship Guy even know that that's how they get new powers? Absolutely not. Not at all. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, the other person has to consider him a friend, but he doesn't have to consider them a friend. Yeah, you just gotta be accidentally nice to people. Why are you so nice to everyone? I'm just too lazy to be mean all the time. I don't know, it's just a type, you know, it's just the type of person who collects orphans. Uh <laughs> <sighs> I could picture one conflict being between the Lancer and the leader being, I am the only one that's been D-rank. I'm obviously the strongest and I should be in charge. And then well, yeah, that's standard loses. leader answer, you know? Yeah, and then loses. It's like, how did I lose to you? Well, that's a good question. I wish I, I could tell you. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just picturing now an arena where they show heat vision or whatever. Because all of these people, their powers only work in pure darkness. Ooh, <laughs> fun. Yeah, some of those event oh, tournaments. <laughs> Oh yeah, like what definitely like special arena settings are like very common. It's gonna be an underwater one and a pure darkness one and a upside down. Oh, one where like the direction of gravity changes every thirty seconds. <laughs> Ooh, and, and it changes <laughs> randomly in three dimensions, yeah. so it's the yeah. entire sphere. Yeah. A purely in the air one that has no floor because it's basically just a giant lava floor. For the pure is, air combat. On the floor is lava, yeah. The floor, the floor is, is lava. literally yeah. lava. <laughs> yeah, it's to for the flying type combat. Um, and then there's one where, like, there's just mines everywhere. Just everywhere. <laughs> and, like, they can explode more than once. And the person with future sense is the only one that wins. <laughs> oh. If I take a step that way, I'll blow up. So I'll go this, okay, now I have to turn this way. I have to do it. I can't step there. Maybe if I jump. No, nope, no, nope, can't jump. It's like the slowest, most perfect dance you've seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, it's very awkward and peculiar, but it works. Um, and the and the mines like teleport every like five or ten seconds. Oh, so, like, you okay. You think you know where they are? You don't know where they are. Even if one's blown up in the area that you're about to step already, that doesn't mean there's not another one. Yeah. And then, oh, the the liquefying dude does okay. Just, like, sets them off, but is fine. <laughs> or doesn't weigh enough to set them off. Well, mm. I would, well, I would think that they liquefy, um, but, like, keep their same weight. So, like, there's no change in mass. Yeah, but it's, it's spread out more. Yeah, as long as it's spread out enough. I guess. 
Although I think it would be funny if they like stepped on one, blew up, but managed to liquefy first and went spraying over the walls and spent the rest of the fight bringing themselves back together. <laughs> Today's winner is Mr. Liquefy because a few drops of his got to the finish line when he blew up. <laughs> That's horrifying. Oh, at the end of every fight, like, there's, like, you know, at the end of, like, Super Smash Brothers, and you get all of your little point totals for little achievements, <laughs> um, at the end of the fight, it's, like, the number of mines set off per person, and then, like, for the Future Sight dude, it's, like, zero, and, like, for Liquefied dude, it's, like, were there even that many mines in the entire arena? Because, <laughs> like... They set some off and then splattered, and then the places they splattered to then set off more mines. <laughs> <laughs> so until they oh, got no. turned into a fine mist, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, an entire yeah, and then the end, they're just like an equally distributed like mist throughout the entire. <laughs> some people breathe in the mist, and that makes it so the person can't fully pull themselves back together until that person pees. Oh no! Ugh. That's a long time. And then after, af like, three days after that fight, everyone's like, where were you? And then he's like, you don't want to know. Still getting pieces back. <laughs> I don't want to talk uh, about it. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that, uh, do they succeed at their goal? Yes. I would say at least in part, yeah. Maybe not entirely, but at least in part. Maybe they only get the by choice thing for like species that have mass media, I guess. So like species that can advertise to the others. And species that would be able to notice if there was mass disappearances. Um, they probably end up like, you know, instead of just being like recognized because of, you know, the intrinsic value of human life or whatever. It's more like, you know, you work with us, we help you guys make more entertaining fights, and it's a win-win. But, like, you know, they had to go through the commercial value route rather than the intrinsic ethical route. Yeah. We convinced them economically, not morally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's but, a win. It's not a big yeah. win, but it's a win. Yeah, you know. And there'd probably be more than a few people that just end up with Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, yeah. But I picture them still uh. abducting from planets that don't have a lot of communication tech. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Unless they have mass media, they wouldn't agree to it. Especially uh, planets like Earth, where it's just like, come train and, you know, win riches and fame and creature comforts. And uh, there's really no risk of dying, honestly. I mean, you might get powers death. that make you look hideous, but because that's bound to happen. This power made me basically into a humanoid cactus, except I'm red. Fun. And, uh, you know, maybe they, they even stop randomly seeding and they'd get volunteers. No, no, they'd still randomly seed. They seed randomly seed. Just the planets okay. that don't have the best tech. So, oh, yeah, this planet won't notice if we abduct a few thousand people. They barely even have the ability to move 10 miles away from where they were born. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kind of feels like we're hitting a good ending point. <laughs> that we are. This would be kind of fun to write. Although I personally don't write gore, I'd be, but it'd be fun to write. It would be like Looney Tunes gore, I imagine, depending on how you write it. Either way, it would be either over-the-top or cartoony, in my mind, if it's a comedy horror. I mean, it's kind of both. I do enjoy over-the-top violence. It's funny. I can picture some of the powers <laughs> making it, like a Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry-type gore. Even What's better. your superpower? Well, I'm basically a cartoon. And then some, like, truly, truly overpowered powers. It's like, I can compress everything... 3D space down to 2D and then like manipulate it within that field and then change it back to 3D and you're just like I can just point at something and kill it <laughs> I can turn this whole thing into a 2D tactics game um 
All right. I like it. Uh, so I think that actually finishes our story for today. Yeah. I feel you, so too. If you, if you like this story and want to write it, please do so. And then email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com and we'll, we'll promote it and read it and encourage you. Yeah. If you want to be a guest, uh, we do have that guest at unwrittenimaginings.com. Um, if you're l- interested in uh, Sunflower's writing, uh, where can they find it at? Well, if they search technically abroad online, it should come up pretty easily. And I kind of changed the name before I actually started it, but after I already made the website. So the website is technically lifeabroad.wordpress.com. It just kind of flows better without the life there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. And uh, anything else before we say goodbye? Nope. Thank you for listening. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye.